right. Okay. Welcome to Thought Cops, coming to you live from the mean streets of Neo Chicago. I am Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. First mic swivel going over very well. Uh, Folks, sorry about this. Uh, I forgot to bring my mic from home and we're too poor to buy another one. (laughs) It's not funny. Well, I'm going to milk these silences. I am going. This is going to be the worst sounding because it's like I I have other mics. I have like a like a room mic. Like this is what a condenser. I have a dynamic mic, but it's like it's a comedy podcast. It's funny when people, you know, when people fuck up. Totally. Totally. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit you in the face with it. Uh, with us today is uh, Ian Fleming, writer of the James Bond novels. How is it going, Mr. Fleming? Are you still alive? Fleming, James Bond. With his own mic, too. Lucky you. Now, well, I remember to bring my guest mic from home. You should have brought extra. Well, you know how forgetful we are. And by that, I mean me. I, I was too busy writing the newest James Bond book, uh, 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 which th- is a uh, and and she is a queer uh, black. Oh, I forgot! B- I woman. forgot that we got new James Bonds. Tell us more about that. Tell us. Uh, well, we're doing um, a new take, and it's a uh, queer leftist socialist uh, BIPOC. Bond. They're actually it's. Uh, their have, their are, name is are there, uh, their have, name is uh, James Bai Bong. <laughs> okay. Um, are there, is uh, their are purple hair? Uh, do they uh, are their pronouns? Their pronouns are uh, Bond. No, I James. Said, Bond. I said pronouns. Pronouns. No, I I misspell it in like every time. Hold on. James slash Bond. Yeah, there you go. Let's not go too far down this territory. It's good this to get out of the enough. bit. Yeah, quick. it's good to get out of the bit. You get into the bit, you get out. That's all you need. You don't need. Well, let's say that our guest's real name today, because his oh, name, oh, his real name is his real name is actually Ian Erickson. How's Thank it, you. How are you, Ian? I'm doing very. I'm doing very well. Thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I I might be mistaken, but I think it's uh, my fifth time on the show. Oh boy! Give me in the five. Uh, the five I, I'm, I'm expecting Alec Baldwin and Steve Martin to. Uh, Alec Baldwin's gonna come out of my closet and shoot you. <laughs> there's there's nothing in this, by the way. This gun that I uh, he's doing pretty well these days, huh? Yeah, yeah. You got I, a new movie coming out? I, I, I think so. Yeah. So uh, this is your fifth time on the show, but it's your very first time on season two. Now, Ian, that's season true. two is a little more loosey goosey, a little more uh, less microphones. Less my yeah. We're actually uh, we cut down on the amount of things people can hear. Well, the thing about art is you, the you when you play with the constraints that allows you to kind of bend rules and sort of manipulate constructs to create something that is, you know, a little more... It challenges the artist to rise above and create something that transcends the form. No limitation but limitation. Bruce Lee, Michael Scott, Grant Mooney. I love The Office. (laughs) What what is that? Forget it. No, Ian, we're so happy to have you back on the show. And we're so glad that just by sheer coincidence, you also have something to promote this week. Yeah, uh, this is the actually, timing couldn't be. I'm just going to interrupt you. The timing could not be any better. And I'm going to interrupt you. The, so the huge announcement 
And a huge announcement. This is breaking news. Um, it, this is you're hearing it first live. Um, I am. I will be putting on a well. Some would say it's a little tiny old comedy show at the Color Club on April twentieth at nine p.m. Um, the show is going to be called Mind Palace. Wait, hold on, hold on one second, Ian. <laughs> Uh, what day is that show? What state? I we maybe April? brush we brushed by that a little quick. But yeah, yeah, let's go, let's back up a little bit. April twentieth. How else would you say that? Uh, Four twenty. Hitler's birthday, mm-hmm. fellow. Uh, it's like not. It's not even funny to joke about that anymore because now there's like people. Well, that he are did like, that. Yeah, well, he did that whole. He did a lot of bad things. He did that whole, the Holocaust. He did some bad things. But now we have people that are like, actually, that was good. We They used to live underground. They used to be known as uh, troglodytes, and they would just be little mole people. Well, it's weird because they used to deny it, and I feel like the people that deny it are like, have they fully transitioned to... (laughs) Some of the denial stuff was a lot of like, uh, it didn't happen, but if it did happen and it's like okay it's not really denialism or the denial is part of the whole fucking shebang of stupid shit well i'm not denying this there's going to be a, a a real great comedy show april 20th at the color club that i'm uh, <laughs> okay. hosting it's it might be it might be a one a one off uh the color club is like uh it's like just off of elston and uh it's like an Irving Park. I looked it up. Yeah, I, yeah. I never heard of it before, but very cool. I just hope I don't forget to show up. That could be that. That's sort of the um the 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 paradox of having a show on four twenty. You're either gonna get a lot of laughs, or everybody's gonna be at home with their bag of Doritos and going like, "Oh, I thought I had something to do tonight." There was a comedy show tonight. This Man. is a very colorful venue. I do have to say, I it's, didn't expect there to be actual colors, had, but uh, yeah, stop. it's it's a very. It's a very cool. Um, do we have to pause? For uh, no, I'm good. Okay, keep going. Um, it's yeah, it's very, a very challenging. It's a very cool venue. It's they have a upstairs like a big theater thing, and then a, a downstairs with like a kind of a. Oh, they are not kidding. You got let me hold on. You got red, green, blue, pink, orange, yellow. Hey, I don't care what color you are. If you're at the color club, you're gonna have a good time. Uh, yeah. So it's it's uh it's actually not gonna be in. It's gonna be in the smaller room, kind of the small oh. like. A, it's a more intimate comedy experience and more intimate comedy uh, room. The laughter is just going to pop. Um, but it's uh, it, we're going to have some stand-ups on the show. We're hoping to maybe have a little mixed media. I have some fun little things co- uh, cooking up. I, I reach out slideshow. That's popular nowadays. Slideshow well, comedy. I, I think I'll. I think I will have maybe like a slides PowerPoint just to kind of say because I, I have some ideas for what Mind Palace is or will be. Like I, I kind of. You know, it, it might be a. It's, it's called Mind Palace. Did you say that before? I forget. Yeah, it's okay. it's called Mind Palace, and uh, it's. I have some ideas for what I want it to be. It might just be a one-off if it doesn't go great, but if it goes really well, there will maybe be more shows. And um, I kind of want it to be like uh, a little bit like I, 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 if if it goes on for extra shows, I think it would be fun to have maybe like a back narrative progression of kind of like the caricature of a host that I'll be. And I also think that like the idea of the show is you know, I'll go up and host and then we'll have a comics. And then I, I after it's either going to be after each comic or after every couple of comics, we're going to put on kind of like a compilation of like some weird video uh, 
YouTube stuff or like ripped from VHSs, kind of like my my previous show I ran. But the well, idea. How about, what if uh, Jacob R- Gregor is there and he just plays his whole movie endless content forever? He actually uh, he actually gave me a lot of links for a bunch of really me and me and Kari were watching some uh, YouTube videos he sent over of like some of these videos have like seventy views and they're just like. It's like some guy. Oh, that'd be so embarrassing if a YouTube video got 70 views on it. I couldn't imagine. You do that every week and just the same people each time. Yeah, he found this video called it was like It's I think it's Scandinavian, but it it's just a bunch of loser guys just rambling about, you know, whatever, but uh, you know, he found a bunch of really great YouTube videos and, and we're hoping to rip some VHS clips and sort of mix some compilations. And the idea is that we have the, like, I, ideally, I don't know how much, I'm not necessarily a great actor, but like m- the concept for the show is I'm That's like, not fucking true. We saw you in that movie and it was so hilarious. I appreciate it. I, 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 I was just playing myself. I did. You were, I think the best part. I think that was a very fun thing to be able to do. Uh, and it was very loose, so like we we gotta like kind of own it and ha- have our own direction with it. But ideally, the, I, the the premise of the show is, um, you know, I'm like this sort of like an an, an influencer, or I'm kind of like a self help guru, or or you know, down the line, I maybe have a guy who's like You're a little, the Andrew Tate for the common man. I, down the line, I think it'd be fun to maybe make my guy a little like to. Parody, like kind of the manosphere influencer grifter, so like, like, an, like an on cinema kind of thing, where like Tim just like devolves over the I'm seasons. I'm going to do uh, the show is going to be on cinema on crack on crack cocaine if crack was made out of acid. Holy crap. But like a little bit more like um I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to like commit to that yet just cuz I'm afraid of like oh crap, I have to make a character and like does that mean I have to come up with like a voice or something or cuz that's all acting is. It's just funny and then voices. Does people like turn into those characters and then like you stop like you can't delineate between reality and fiction anymore and you're just sort of stuck in the middle in this lane where you just pedal to the metal full speed ahead just living in an insane alternate version of reality where just you're not existing on the same plane as everybody else. Yeah, and like I don't want to do that but I have to. And so, so I, uh, well, yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to find, especially with, especially with this first show, I want to make sure that it, it, I mean, it's kind of like a trial run or like a, a dry run to see how this would go. And so I don't want to, I, maybe, maybe it would be a good idea to make big choices, but I feel like if I make some big choices now, do those have to like echo and be a part of every show from there on? So maybe start small and just start r- small, let it focus sprout. on, yeah, you know, focus on grow. being, uh, uh, making a good show and hosting a good show, but like, the idea is we have these comedians on and then we show the the comedians and these people um because my idea was originally it was to be sort of like an L. Ron Hubbard type character. Um, That's good. And have these videos be sort of like uh, uh, an auditing session and have the comedians on stage hold two like soup cans while I'm like showing yeah. them a video. And these videos are supposed to like break down the barrier of like right, uh, right. insecurities and, and anxieties that people have. And then when you leave the show, you're like reformulated to a better person. But um, it was. We have a, a, um, a video. There, hopefully, a video. There won't be any video mishaps at the sh- the big show. What did it say? Yeah. Hey, did you take the lens cap off this thing? Oh, folks, we're gonna take a quick break. 
after a word from these sponsors. Come to the comedy show. For the sake of editing, so it did capture some of the video. We can use this as like a backup for that middle section, but then we can just shoot back to this one so long as this one doesn't kick out back again. But um, anyway, uh, picking back off. Um, I don't know uh, what happened. What? Mind Palace. So was, was this uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes, Benedict Cumberbatch? He has his own Mind Palace where the words appear on the screen and he goes, Grant, imagine that times four. That's impossible. Well, nothing's nothing's impossible when you have a cavernous mind palace as uh, deep and rich as mine. I'm actually going through my mind palace right now, and I'm stepping on the redstone plate to open the door. And uh, lo and behold, I, I enter in the lobby, the 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 front room of my mind palace. And when in this lobby, there is a uh, a great big red carpet that you can walk through, and a gr- a grand chandelier. Uh, f- uh, fr- uh, from dropping down from the thirty foot ceiling of the lobby, it's that big. And there's a little, there's a little, there's a little man who comes out, and he comes out to greet you. And hello, Grant. Hello, Kevin. Welcome to Ian's Mind Palace. That's nice. This sounds plausible. And wh- uh, may I take your coat, sirs? Sure. And you're I'm wearing sure. big, heavy coats, and it came out. I'm actually inside. comfortable right now. This is light, but also it's down. Oh, so. but, oh but I insist. Let me take your coat, sir. And he t- and he, the little man takes your coat, and he. No, I'm cold. Uh, no, okay, but suit yourself. And he he takes Kevin's coat, and he brings it to the coat check, which is uh, on the, the door on the left. And then uh, there's a there's a, a, a great the the lobby has a door on the left and a, a a middle door and a door on the right. And which do you go through? And the left is Kochek. So this is uh, what we can expect from the show. This is going to be the show. Is I'm just I'm talking in front of the audience. And I'm doing sort of a uh, that actually would be I don't maybe that would be a bad idea for a show. But like have a yeah, choose your own adventure. But it's a whole audience. Yeah, it's like when the goldfish plays Pokemon Blue or something. Yeah, basically. But uh, okay, so you, uh, in which which door? In what you can look around you, you can uh, uh, go through the door in this in the uh, middle or the right. And left is coach. Uh, middle, I guess. All right, so you go through the middle door, and in here is uh, the great ballroom, and this is where we hold grand celebrations. There's thin wood slats on the ground and polished shining speckly clean and a great big disco ball is hanging from the ceiling the 31 foot ceiling i was picturing more like a ball pit but that's a different room and we'll get there maybe if you choose the right door but in the great ballroom uh there's a table to the side and has a great crystal punch bowl and Several cups to drink like punch. A, like a room of balls. You might have to find it in the mind palace. <laughs> but, uh, and then there is, what else? There's a, a little stage where there's a, a small band playing. Um, and they play something that you maybe have never heard before. When you say small band, you mean like few amount of members or they're little tiny um, bugs there's, or there's, something? Th- there's, it's just a small amount of members. Like the White Stripes. Yeah, uh, but they're like a big band. Two, but then a third person like, comes out and they start playing. Ah, so like Nirvana, also a big band. They're not. 
Maybe like Unlike two and Nirvana, a half. but they two are, and a half is a small band in many ways. Two and a half people, two and a half men. I don't, I don't have a joke. That's just uh, yeah, winning. Uh, and then there there is a door to your left, and uh, the there's a band. They start playing music. That's very strange. You haven't heard it before. Uh, and there's a big, great big banner hanging up over the uh, proscenium. Um, and yeah, so we're, and there's a door to your right also. You're not going to explore. Right. You're going to explore the door on the right. Okay, I said. you leave yeah. the door on the, you walk through the door on the oh, right. No, I was just going to just, oh, no, yeah. You walk through the no. door on the right and you have found the kitchen. And, and the kitchen is, uh, a spacious kitchen with green tiles and granite car- uh, uh, marble countertop and uh, there's a great big marble countertop uh, and Ant-Man there's a little Ant-Man band there. Uh, Kevin's going for Guinness number two. Guinness two uh, and there is a great big pinata hanging from the 32 foot ceiling uh and in kitchen in the kitchen and there is a why don't you turn around so that they can see you do the pour and there also why aren't you just, uh tilt the glass a little i don't know why you tilt the glass no I don't you, know if you don't tilt the, the glass. glass you don't tilt the glass for the night you, nitro- you want to you want to for the nitro pour you want to for the nitro pour you want a hard pour so that oh. it uh, kind of fizzles out please continue uh, the kitchen has um, a nice windows out on the right side and or I guess it'd be straight ahead of you because you came through the right door and there are a there is a, a grand arrangement of cutlery and something smells great and um, there are other appliances and you can look around and there is a door on your left and windows in front of you and a door on your right. And there's you can look around and there's other stuff too, and you can do anything you want in the mind palace. Oh, okay. that's cool then. Actually, I don't know. You, you seem like you want to move on, Ian. No, I'm. You're in the mind palace. How do I get out of the mind palace? How well, do I get out of the mind? Palace? Uh, how did you how get do in? Get how, how do I get out of the mind? How did you get in? That that's how you got into the mind palace. Uh, I was oh, okay. Which nobody will hear. Nobody will hear what I just did. What did you? see me they'll see me going like this well not on the audio feed though they'll just hear if you're fucking watching if you're watching you'll see it i'm not saying people who listen will see it obviously they'll see whatever's in front of their own two eyes maybe they're on a train maybe they're driving a car maybe they're on the toilet i don't care as long as you're listening and to now the, damn the show. thing and now the thing that smells ever so good has started to burn oh, shit um there's gonna be like a bunch of people that get that like this is a bit, and then there's going to be like one person that like unsubscribes. That's just like this episode. This isn't good at all. This is. We don't want. We don't want you. you. Good riddance. Goodbye, <laughs> Ian. Please continue. Um, there is uh different bowls in the kitchen, and there are uh, there's a, some smoke coming in the kitchen now somewhere. Oh, and that ain't good. Yeah, and so what do you do? Uh, is is it is something burning in the oven? There is an oven. Do you go to check it? Yeah, I check the oven. Okay, there is a, a burnt uh, Christmas goose. The skin has crispified, and as uh, soon as you open the oven, uh, smoke comes out and um, starts kind of. You start to cough and act and and hack away. Uh, and yes, you pull out a burnt Christmas goose. 
And um, yeah, so uh, and then the chef comes in. Oh my word! This is uh, the chef. The Christmas goose is ruined. Well, I'm like, it wasn't me. Well, uh, why, 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 why is it? Why are you standing next to the goose then? Uh, 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 and what's he doing here? And he points to Grant. <laughs> me? Yes, you. No, the other you. No, you. <laughs> No, hurry, hurry. We need uh, to... Pre- uh, go, no, go ahead. Well, there's, there's not a lot of time. We need to prepare this goose for the big dance. What kind of accent is that? That's good. I don't know. I, I <laughs> came up with on the spot. I can picture what the guy looks like. No, I know what you. he looks like. Thank yeah. you. Like Quickly, a, we need to like prepare rotund, the goose. A yeah, rotund yeah. Englishman. Kind of a fat yeah. chef. But not like fat, like rotund. Yeah, he's got a little... Yeah. Portly. Well, what, what do you do? We're in, we're staying in the mind palace until you guys either solve oh, the mystery of the shit. mind palace or um, and also this isn't what the show is going to be like but <laughs> this is what this show is going to be like. Um, I don't know. Uh, pass. Uh, I look around and I try to find. Are there any oven mitts nearby I can put on my hands? Uh, yes, there are oven mitts, but the the goose is out of the oven right now. Oh, it's already you already took it out without oven mitts, so your hands are a little bit burnt right. Yeah, they, they kind of hurt. They kind of hurt a lot. Um, you can look around the kitchen. Is this what it's like doing improv? It's kind of. I feel like I'm kind of like DMing right I now. Ju- I was just DMing. I, I was just thinking this like a D and D. Oh, like a dungeon master. I've yeah. never done that. Well, do y'all know that there's a movie? Yes, there is. Um, there is a movie outside of the Mind Palace, but where we are right now, we're, oh, we're in the. Mind. I can't imagine a Dungeons and Dragons movie in the Mind Palace. It doesn't Al- exist in this world. Illusion broken. It was that illusion with an A or with an I? AI. Ian, I'm starting to think that this whole thing reeks of AI. The only thing that reeks is this burnt goose. Now hurry, let's get it prepared for the dance. Okay, uh, I, I, I grab a knife and I, I start carving the Christmas goose. Oh, you slice into the Christmas goose. And even though the skin is burnt, it's, pl- it's actually surprisingly plump and juicy. Uh, you start carving the goose and, and steam erupts from your cut marks as the slice, you slice into the breast and you start carving out the wings and the drumsticks. And you're doing a... Um, Let's see. Can we? Uh, uh, you, you you do a good job with it, and you 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 carve up this delicious goose, and you plate it, and the chef is kind of impressed with your skills. Where where did you learn such knife knife skills? Did you go to Cordon Bleu? <laughs> I learned it in the other room, the ballroom or the lobby. Those are the only rooms you've been in so far. The ballroom. Ah, oh, very good. Now let's take this back to the ballroom. Sure. Do you do that? Yes. No. What do you do, Grant? What? Oh, we're di- we're two different people. You're you're two different people. Oh, what do I do? Yeah, um, you're in. You're both in the kitchen. Fuck. I got a goose here. I got a goose. Kevin has the sliced goose with the oven mitt. He also has the microphone. I got a goose here. My goose is cooked. Let's go. Is that a New York accent? I don't know. I'm from wherever this guy's from. The Mind Palace. What's a Mind Palace? Is it just they're all from Britain? Do I have to be from Britain? I can't do a British it's, accent. Really no. We, we, we don't really you, know. You can just be yourselves, but how would you act oh, in this okay. situation? Uh, the same way I'm acting right now. Just well, in. My hand, my hand Maybe you could my help your cold. friend bring the goose into the dance. No, I wouldn't do that. Well, I would let him struggle. Well, okay, then you can Maybe. sit here in the kitchen and be a little 
Debbie Debbie Downer. Maybe you could guess. My favorite SNL sketch, which actually does exist in this universe. And now, what was your name? My name? No, the other. Yes, your name. My name is Kevin, sir. Okay, Kevin, let's go back into the ballroom and get this prepared for the dance. Hey. Okay, so me and me as the the chef and Kevin head back into the ballroom. Grant, are you staying in the kitchen? I'm just hanging out in a corner with a cigarette in my mouth, being cool, being a cool guy. Okay, is the cigarette lit or is it unlit? It's unlit for now, but I mean, you know, when there's smoke, there's uh, there's fire. It's fire. All right, so you'll hang on the kitchen. Well, we'll go maybe to the maybe you could just yes and and help me carry the goose, please. I'm more of a no butt kind of guy. Well, I I carry the goose by myself to. The, the ballroom. ballroom. Okay. Uh, I stick out a leg and trip Kevin. Oh! No! The ghost! The goose! Oh, well, oh, uh, luckily we have a spare prepared, and the chef whips out an extra spare of turkey, and it's not goose, it's turkey now. But you... He, It'll work. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I, uh, I, I, I knew this was going to happen. For you see, I imagined it in my mind palace. And so now the chef is uh, talking about his mind palace, and we go into the chef's mind palace. And uh, <laughs> uh, so his, so his mind palace is uh, you're at the front door of a it, what looks like the, his his mind palace looks like a big chef's hat with a front door. I like that. Yeah, so I like that a lot. So do you go into the chef's uh, hat mind palace? No, I go inside. I want to see what's going on inside. Okay, the hat. so it, Grant, Ratatouille Grant, in there. Grant is still in the kitchen of my of our mind palace, and Kevin goes into the chef's mind palace, which is the chef's hat. Um, so you go in. Ratatouille is not in there, but ah. you go in, and the the main room. It's a little more humble. Um, it's just kind of a uh, it's actually just one circular room. It's kind of like a studio apartment. Um, but there is a spiral staircase up to a second level. And in the studio apartment, kind of chef's hat, you have sort of these round walls with some windows coming out. And there is a, this is good, good uh, uh, space work. Um, and, and on the main floor, you have sort of like a little, uh, it's, it's actually kind of a nice kitchen with the um, rounded counters that go along the wall. Uh, and sort of there's a, a rounded oven um, that kind of goes into the wall. And uh, there's a spiral staircase up to a, a second level, which where you'd assume is the bedroom. Um, and it's uh, the the chef is welcome. Come in, come in. Welcome to my mind palace. No, does he know me still? Yes, you're the okay. boy from before. That's right. Well, do you want to hang out a little bit? Yeah. What do you want to What do you want to do? Well, on, on my oh fuck. Keep <laughs> fine. Well, on, on my off days, I like to prepare cooking for what I will serve in my real life job. So perhaps we could maybe try cooking something here. And if we have a good idea for a recipe, we can try it back out in my in my real life. See, this is why I didn't want to do this, because I'm back in the kitchen. You're back in the one. kitchen. I just and got a cigarette. In my you mouth got a cigarette I, in your mouth. Is it still just un- be just hanging out? Is it still unlit? It's still unlit. It's okay. look, this is the cigarette. I pulled it out of the mind palace. And I turned it into reality. That is the power of the mind palace. And you'll I be able to see this at the show smoke. April I 20th. Own, I don't own a cigarette, like one cigarette. Who owns just one cigarette? There would be no reason for it. Well, I, and then the chef is, he kind of had, he was about to pull one cigarette out of his pocket and he crumples it and throws it away. He's like, yes, that would be quite silly. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to cooking. What do you want to make? 
Chef, what was your name again? Uh, Chef Kevin. Chef so, Kevin. Oh, Wait, sorry. that's something else. We shouldn't. Chef Kevin. God, this is fucking hard to pass the thing back and forth. What do you want to cook, Kevin? Um. Oh, beautiful. There we go. We have what? lots of fresh fish. I just went to the market yesterday. Oh, fresh fish. I would like to make sushi. Ooh, sushi. And then uh, and, I, and I ask, what was that voice that you put on? Ooh, sushi. And the chef sort of puts on an accent that is maybe a little bit offensive. It's not. Yeah. It's a little culturally uh, insensitive. And I the got chef, a little bit of an arc from it, but it, it was, you know. Well, he be. says he's. I got a whiff. I get. I just. I, it wasn't like really offensive, but I got, I got a whiff of something. I'm describing that he's saying some other stuff right now that is kind of. And we're using theater of the mind. Well, you're not racist. He's racist. He's racist. He's. Ra- <laughs> He is he, he through what he's saying. This short when you bring up sushi, his eyes light up, and he does some rather inoffensive sort of. He says some inoffensive remarks, and he does some sort of inoffensive gestures with his fingers and his Which eyes. Is, uh, you're not doing it. Though. I'm not doing right, it because right. I'm not that. But the chef character is sort of racist in that way, <laughs> and so he is doing those things. And you're inside of his home, and he's saying, "Yeah, sushi. I know all about that." And then he kind of goes off on a little like. Yeah. It's a little playful, but you you know you might be a little uncomfortable with. <laughs> well, he, some of he's from he's a different time. He's from a different time and a different uh, place. Um, and so, uh, uh, yeah. So he he starts saying that, and he starts getting out the fresh fish, and he starts um, he he starts kind of humming. I think I'm turning Japanese. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm I'm sitting here like, does this guy know what he's doing? Yes, I actually. I worked with Jiro from Jiro Dreams of Sushi. And I'm like, I saw that movie. Were you were you an extra in that movie? No, I wasn't an extra, but I've been to Japan several times. Okay. Yes, I was actually an extra in, do you know, a, a good friend of mine's Logan Paul. <laughs> he was in Japan a little bit ago, and I was helping him film a video. <laughs> a couple of different videos. There was one that he got in a little trouble for, and then there was one that he... Maybe didn't get in trouble with, but he should have because I was telling him to do some very funny things. I think of what some I have some funny ideas about Japanese culture that I was having him kind of run amok on the streets. Is that when he was running around in like the Pikachu outfit? Yes, you yeah. see in the video. That was my idea. And he I had can't to believe pull, that I, this I, video came from the Mind Palace. It came from inside my Mind Palace. Is this going to be the character? Is this? I feel like this now has to be the the mind palace character. Well, this is the chef inside of our mind palace, and now yeah, we're inside his mind. But palace. he should also like the chef should probably MC the whole thing. I feel like there there might be a chef because another thing an idea for the actual show. We'll get back to the I mind like how we're just sort of like helping you practice. Just like yeah, well, no, just well, use the use the podcast. Just maybe there could be a racist chef. Well, I have I, I have a bunch of ideas. I don't know if I'll do this, but I think it'd be really f- like uh, I think it'd be really funny to like introduce the show with like a song and dance number, but like I mess up right away and I'm like, just cut it, cut it, cut it. Or, uh, that's always funny, yeah, yeah. Or like, um, because there's like a bunch of different. Because when I first <laughs> thought of this, it was gonna be kind of like an L. Ron Hubbard type guy, but like I just I don't have the because of the time crunch, and that's only the time crunch, and it's not because I'm a coward or I'm bad at acting or anything. It's just the time crunch. <laughs> um, I was a little bit worried about like, I just, 
Well, I have a lot of aspects about putting on the show where it's like I don't have time to fully flesh out like a character or an idea. So, um, but ideally, it would be like an Elron Hubbard type it's guy. Like we're only thirty four minutes into the to this show, so I mean, you have time. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, this is helpful, and I do appreciate the opportunity to kind of let the creative juices flow. But to have like it's all about this is how the sausage is made folks y'all wonder what it's like did somebody say sausage okay yes sir uh could i yeah oh i know you're busy making sushi but i would love uh a bratwurst okay one bratwurst coming right up you'll have to help me a little bit with this though uh oinkers oinkers come in here and uh, there's a little you didn't notice this because you didn't ask to look but in the chef's hat uh, mind palace, there's a little tiny kind of mud flap door on the side and a little, the cutest little pig walks in. Oh, look at that, Grant. Oh, he's not. He, Grant's not yeah, there. He's in the, he's in the kitchen, the kitchen with an unlit cigarette. Um, and, and, uh, um, this cute little pig with the biggest eyes, he looks up at you and goes, and, um, I give him a little pat on the head. And he, lo- he revels in the pat. That was a good pig impression. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, and and uh, the chef goes, this Winkers, he's next up on the chopping block for a little. Uh, uh if you want a bratwurst, you can help me out. Uh, just carve him up down the middle and use his intestines for casing. And I, I look at the camera. There's no camera, but I, I pretend I'm looking at one. <clears throat> yeah, and I go like awkward turtle, like Ed Helms, like Ed Helms. <laughs> yeah, Bay. Look, so that just happened. So that just yeah from the office. Yeah. So that just happened. Anyway, yeah, I, I go awkward turtle, and then I grab my knife and I stab the pig's spine. That was a worse impression of a pig. Well, you know, I, have you ever heard a pig dying before? Yeah, you, like there's videos on PETA's website of people beating pigs to death. Uh, yeah, PETA. What's that you stand for? People eating tasty animals. Uh, it stands for uh, PETA. Pina. That's pretty good. Oh, speaking of, one of the th- I don't want to tip my hand a little too much, but um, let's just say for Mind Palace, a certain Peter Griffin impersonator will be making an appearance. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. I saw that clip, and I, I assumed it was some kind of cameo, and you didn't even get the real life Peter Griffin. You got some like knockoff. I got a knockoff Peter Griffin, uh, and I, I, I this will be a little treat if you want to see. I, I did get the real life Peter Griffin too. I got two Peter Griffin <laughs> impersonators. Okay, I gotta see this. Um, yeah, so anyway, I'll be back, doing that at the show. Um, but also, like the real life Peter Griffin doesn't have a monopoly on being the I'm the Peter Griffin. Like that's not even your intellectual property, you know? No, but I, it is. It is fascinating that someone just. I mean, like he the, the real life Peter Griffin. He is a good Peter. That is a good impression, and he does look like he nails it. But it is so weird to have something that's totally apart from yourself. And like the guy was probably like and he probably made it like 20 years because he wasn't he didn't always look like Peter Griffin. Like maybe he wasn't always fat or maybe he just didn't always look like that. But he probably lived a good 20 some years of his life. And then it got to the point where someone or like he realized someone pointed out or he realized he looked like this character from this totally separate thing from his life. And maybe he was a fan of Family Guy or whatever. But it's like... (laughs) To have something created by someone else be so all-consuming where it just totally takes over your life and like he's probably getting a bunch of money doing it and like people love him for it and he, he gets to go to like cosplay as a thing but it's like it's so weird to just like totally fold your entire life into the identity of a fictional character. Are y'all familiar with what happened to his YouTube channel? Have we talked no, about No, what this? happened? 
Uh, he he hooked up with the real life Lois Griffin. He did. He there's a real life Lois Griffin and real life Peter Griffin and real life Lois Griffin. Like I don't know if they were like a couple or if they were just like a partnership, like a comedy duo, whatever. And uh, she, I think maybe they were like involved or something, but she took control of his YouTube channel from him and then just like didn't give it back, and he had to just like start over. That is so unlike Lois. She would never do that. But that's also crazy too, where that leads to that. Like, this is almost like a movie thing, where like, like you, you, your identity becomes totally consumed by pop culture, like completely dwarfed (laughs) to the point where you make a sexual and or like love. I mean, probably there probably wasn't a lot of love, but it's like a, a thing where it's just like. Oh, you meet someone who also his identity is completely consumed by this and by the laws of and this. Again, I don't know like the full details of like if sure, that sure, was sure. actually. But if they actually did hook up or whatever, that's insane. And please tell me they wore the clothes and the costumes and please tell me there's a fucking video out there. It's got to be on live oh, Peter, you, that, that last night was so amazing. Yeah, Lois, it was almost like the time when I went to Comic-Con and met the met a different Peter Griffin. I I mean, that's something that yeah um so that's i mean that's just so crazy that like by the laws of these two people looking like these the characters, laws of attraction laws of attraction but also just the 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 very essence of family guy has willed these two random people who probably would have never met in a million years just by the the <laughs> fact that they allowed their identities to become consumed by a of an adult cartoon show that that allowed them to not only meet but to fuck and then to like have some sort of relationship is in it's truly insane well hold on i just want to say you know i earlier this year i vowed that my new year's resolution was to not do ironic family guy stuff and I, yeah, my, I, yeah my new year's resolution penny p i lasted about penny four p. four weeks and i gave up on it because you know what it's like it was fu- okay. It was very funny for a while, and I think it still is funny. But it's also like, does it ever bother you guys that like everybody? Well, you don't have the mics. So nobody, nobody can hear you. Disagree with me. Everybody is everybody and their freaking mother is doing like an ironic Family Guy thing now. I think it's just the. Um, I think it's. I think what's really interesting about it is like uh, last fall I went to um the they, they did a, a simpsons pop-up treehouse of horror at uh a headquarters or whatever and it was like a pop-up bar that was simpsons themed it was very lovingly detailed with like simpsons references and jokes and statues or whatever and i, I thought like oh this is really cool and i'm a big simpsons nerd so this is like fun for me but i thought like they would never really do this for a family guy and i i think i've changed my opinion where but it's also like the the simpsons got had that like like the Simpsons shit posting, which was like bigger, like, you know, eight to six years ago or whatever. Like, and it still has uh, echoes of relevancy. But like, I think the, 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 the completely ironic and like insane detached, like shit posting of family guy, like it's, it's not contained to Facebook, but it's like, we're, we're, we've moved off from Simpsons and we're doing that with family guy now, but it's like a very different animal because the the format of like the ship hosting that 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 the format has completely changed to where it's like completely detached from any sort of like 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 the steamed hams thing had like such a huge lifespan of like all the different like memes of that yeah and yeah like family guy is like a i would say a beloved show uh but it doesn't necessarily have like 
like moments like that. It's just like joke, like cutaway jokes or whatever. And so like we've moved well, there's, on. There's not a lot of like character writing or story writing in Family Guy that's super relevant. It's all it's a joke. They made the baby gay. Well, they tried. Yeah, I know they tried later on. They're like Brian's dead. He's not dead. But it's like the, in, in general, the show is nothing but a joke machine. Right. And I, I think I think we both uh, the way that we use memes or post memes or whatever, we've we're, you know, we're constantly moving away from however things were, you know, a couple years ago. So we're moving away from that and changing based off of the most previous state of memes. But also like that kind of lends itself well, I guess, to Family Eye, which doesn't really have a format or like there's not like a famous steamed ham steam where like people are going to move through the iterations. They're just going to like compared to like SpongeBob, which has like very just memorable moments and quotes and stuff like that. It's a lot harder to pull from like Family Guy, you know? Right. And I, I think there maybe still are some moments or frames where they use like some Family Guy stuff, but like. It, it, the way that Family Guy is like insanely uh, either ironically used or just like completely like nihilistically detached from any sort of like meaning is sort of emblematic of like the current state of like ship posting, but also um, <clears throat> I don't know. There, I think there's probably some relationship with like the just the type of show Family Guy is versus The Simpsons, but it's like I think that's also the sign of like <clears throat> any great. N- n- not that you could you can definitely be a great piece of medium or story without uh, a good meme culture but like everything that's had like the meme treatment of like Simpsons shitposting and now Family Guy and Spongebob because everyone grew up watching Spongebob and now we're at the point where we can like reassociate it with like moments of our lives. The Sopranos Breaking Bad has been big for a while now like these are I feel like these are kind of like the titans of like of, of culturally relevant like Getting getting to that next point where it becomes like uh, 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 an all consuming like thing that you can meme into oblivion and like like disassociate into or out of like that is like the next step of like a trans that's like a transcendent piece of art that you've created that's like a, a measure of well <clears throat> anyway I was killing a pig no no God, you, so you slice Kevin, over you, you voted you like, tell us about voting. So you slice the pig and you pull out its guts and you start stuffing little bits of pig into the intestine. A a man yelled at you telling you not to vote? Oh yeah, what's this all about? Yeah, pretending like he doesn't already know. Yeah, okay, I'll tell the story on the show. So we have a new mayor in Chicago. No, I mean, I was busy killing a pig, but I guess I'll tell the story about what happened. That's not how you make a bratwurst! Grant wants me to relive my trauma so I can... I just don't want to get a watch a pig get slaughtered. I, I. Well, you wouldn't be seeing it because you're in the kitchen of the other. Yeah, you are still. In you're the not. Other. You didn't go into the chef's. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you're still in the kitchen. Are you doing anything in the kitchen? Okay, I'm, um, the, sa- I'm the same person. So as you're I am in the right kitchen. Now. You're I'm, you're in the see, kitchen. I'm, I'm like a like a dream walker. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm I'm awake, but I can I can see. What so you're, you're in the I'm, kitchen with the unlit cigarette and. Yeah. Uh, a very flustered man, right here. A very flustered right man comes in through the the swinging doors, no, and he has a little he has a little I, bow tie, what, and he goes, "What? Where? Where is the chef? Where? Where is the goose? It should have been here uh, minutes ago." I don't. I don't know. Well, well quickly. I don't know. Fuck you. Well, fuck me. Yeah. Do you? What are you doing here? No, I don't know. Get out. Okay. <laughs> I see that. I just want to ask you: ever, How come, in like in popular media, whenever people are sleepwalking, they're always like going to the fridge and eating? You ever notice that? Like in every cartoon, or there's like a sleepwalking person, they're always eating. 
Like, did y'all ever see the um, Mike Birbiglia movie Sleepwalk with oh, me? Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, mm-hmm. Where he, like, because uh, he, like, sleptwalked and he was in, like, a hotel and he just, like, jumped out of a window and just, like, woke up and, like, was just, like, covered in blood and broken glass and was, like, how did I get here? And he, like, sleptwalk jumped. And so he used to wear, like, mittens to bed every night and then, like, wear, like, a, uh, what do you call it? It's like, like a, a, sleep, a, sleeping a sleeping bag, bag and yeah, he's, like, yeah. strapped down. Yeah, he, that happened because he's a coward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, not not exactly like the cartoons, I guess. Um, at One time, I I think I sleptwalked one time when I was a kid. And I, I, I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was like, I think I had like a night terror where I was like falling asleep and I was like kind of semi-conscious, but I feel like part of it was like, I like, I want to say like Bowser was like coming to get me or like, he was like on the periphery of like, I, I had a small bedroom, but he was like, uh, on kind of like the, the periphery of like the very edge of the wall, like on the other side of the wall. <clears throat> and I, I just had this like sleep terror and I, 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 I came, I, I, I kind of remember feeling this fear. And then my, my mom woke me up and I was in the bathroom next door and I had taken off my underwear <laughs> and I was trying to flush my underwear in, in the in toilet. A different, it, it, well, hold on. In a different house? No, no, no. It, just next door to my room. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, she, I, I, I was just in a t-shirt and I had taken off my underwear and I was like trying to flush it down the toilet. Donald ducking it. <laughs> I was Donald ducking it. Um, <laughs> Donald Duck doesn't sound like that. We've established this. He goes. <laughs> well, the the point is that you were walking around with your, you know, my <laughs> yeah out and your my t-shirt ding-a-ling. and your t-shirt on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that yeah, that was a moment of sleepwalking that I had. I don't think I've ever done it since. But what was the mayor thing? Or, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I was kind of busy killing a pig, but okay. I I went to go. Uh, me and my girlfriend went to go vote. Well, I voted that morning. I took her to go vote later on. So you're, so you're lying. So you're lying on a podcast. Oh, real, real good. That's what podcasts are for. No, I was going to uh, take my girlfriend to the uh, school nearby to vote because that's the voting center. And a guy rolls down his window. Seems like a normal guy. Got a baseball cap on, white, middle aged, upper forties, probably, and he just goes, uh, "Hey, you guys voting for Brendan Johnson?" And I go, "Yep, just about to." And then he like opens his car door and like gets out and he like walks in front of me. Immediately, I'm decking this guy. Just immediately, no, back in the car, beast. It, it was weird because there's like you know uh, uh, several other people around, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he's like, no, uh, he's like, I, I'm, I'm from out of town. So I was just wondering, um, I was just, I, I was just wondering, why, why are you voting for, why are you, why, why are you voting for Brendan Johnson? And I'm like, all right, this is weird. And I'm just like, I'm, I just give him some like, I don't know, fucking answer. Cause I'm like, I didn't expect to be quizzed. I'm just like, I, I don't know, better change. It's some dumb, simple. Back to Naperville. Back to Winnetka. Get away with thee. No. So then. I say that, and then he goes, uh, "Well, what does that even mean?" Well, he's, he's, he's like getting in my face. Like, what, what does that mean? Like, what, what, what exactly does better change mean? Like, what, what do you, what do you, what do you? And I'm like, I, I just go like, I'm sorry, I don't have time for this, and I keep walking, you know, because I'm like, any crazy approaches to you, you just go, whatever, you know, bye bye. Well, again, like, because I, I will say first, like uh, that morning I voted, 
And there was a guy, well, he had a sign for like Brandon Johnson. He's like, hey, he's like, you vote for Brandon Johnson? I'm like, yep. And they had like a, you know, a nice like five minute conversation with the guy. I thought it was going to be the same kind of thing. This guy seemed friendly. He's like, yeah, you guys voting for Brandon Johnson? Yeah. But like the fact that he like got out of his car and like was like following us and it was like really uncomfortable. And uh, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't have time for this. Sorry. And then we keep walking. And then he's like, he's like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. And he starts like screaming behind me, like charging up behind me. He's like, this guy's from out of town. What's what's the going on here, fella? I don't know. It was weird because like his wife got out of the car to vote and like he stayed by. So it was like very bizarre. Like he he was waiting outside. Maybe he already voted, but obviously lying about the fact that he was from, quote, out of town. So then he, you know, he's like charging up by me. He's like, He's like, you, he's like, you people have no idea what the fuck you're doing. You, you fucking idiot. And like, I'm like, and then like, he's just like, 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 you know, running his mouth. And like, I'm, I'm like getting pissed because it's like, you know what? Like, we all, like, you want to vote for your guy? Go ahead. But like, I, I'm just going here to do the same thing. And like, and I just like, I'm, I just like yelled back. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, mind your own fucking business. And then like, and then he starts like charging towards me, and they have to like hold him back. Who's holding him back? Like the people outside. They were working. Like they didn't, weren't supposed to be holding someone back, but like. He like they like the people there like held him back because like he also like there's like the, the cones you're not supposed to pass and he passed the cones and like he got held back and you had to walk behind and he sat there and like waited like this like fuming like this guy was like ready to fucking like fight me you know because I'm voting for the guy he doesn't like and it's also it's like it's one like I guess it was a close race but it's like yeah is he doing this for every single person well that's what I'm wondering I don't know. I don't know. And I know like there's a running gag in the show of like, oh, I, I, I seem to I seem to attract a lot of like weird people to have conversations yes. with me. I guess so. Yeah. But it was so strange. And it was like I felt like it, it, this was like beyond the realm of like, you know, oh, I'm just kind of curious to see where this goes, because, like, you know, normally like whatever people get in my whatever face and I'm like, OK, whatever. And you, it's that's part of living in Chicago, you know, but this guy allegedly from out of town is, you know, causing a scene, basically. And yeah, like I, I yelled back. I'm like, I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, you know, mind your own fucking business. And then, of course, that makes him much, much angrier. And then, yeah, he has to be like held back. And he's out there waiting by his car. And I'm like, the whole time, like I'm inside, I'm like, there's a guy waiting for me outside who wants to presumably hang me. And it's like some like conservative nut job, basically. Because like he like, again, like if it was like he's like, you know, yelling from his car, whatever, you know, go fuck yourself. But he like he kind of tricked me into being like, hey, how's it going? You know, like give me the, you know, nice smiley routine. And then, yeah, this whole thing goes on. And the whole time, like my my girlfriend's like, you know, nudge pulling my arm to go like a, a further in second. It's like she's scared shitless because this guy's like fucking like screaming at us, telling us like you fucking asshole, you fucking idiots. Like, what are you doing? And yeah, it was uh, it was very it was very you know what? This wouldn't happen in my mind palace. I say that much right now. Well, that's not very good, but are you uh, finished with the bratwurst yet? Right away, sir. Hold on. Let me get back to this. What? Uh, this is like a felony. That's like, you can't like vote or intimidate and whatever. I'm, I'm just of, uh, yeah, I, like, I know, I know. Any- I know, I know. And it's very disappointing. And it's hard not to wonder where else this is happening. And it was also like, there was like, you know, young women holding signs outside for Brandon Johnson. And the whole time I'm like, what is this guy doing? So then, yeah, I did like tell the people and say like, hey, like I, told like you know a few people I'm like there's some guy out there who's like harassing people for voting for the guy he doesn't like and that man's name was Paul Vallis yeah so I'm like my Paul guess <laughs> uh, my, my, my guess is like this guy was maybe like an off-duty cop or something 
Yeah. Which uh, makes it really scary because it's like that he tracks. They, he could have easily had like a gun or something. Like right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what? and there's all the rumors about the cops and stuff, like who are like quote going to quit if whatever he gets like Brennan Johnson gets elected. So I'm like, I'm well, like, nobody wants to work anymore. Nobody wants to work. Nobody cops, w- cops nobody are quiet quitting and killing the policing industry. It's these damn millennial cops, you know? But anyway, so yeah, I told I told them inside and like, yeah, like afterwards, like we walked like because we were in there for a while because there was a whole, you know, getting her registered was a whole fucking thing and didn't even end up fucking working because we didn't have enough mail. So it was a whole waste of time to be there to begin with. Uh, so then we walk outside and the guy's like, I told the guy, he's like, he's like, he's like, let me go out there with you. I want to go see if this guy's car is still there. We can report his license plate. Lo and behold, he's gone at this point, which is like, you know, my, you know, and you know, I, my girlfriend doesn't want to see like, you know, some shit go down and I don't really want to get, she doesn't want to see you beat this guy up. She doesn't want to see me beat this guy to a bloody pulp, you know? And, uh, not that I would have, I would have, uh, would have been self-defense because he, he yelled at me first. No, I don't know. It just was a very obviously uncomfortable interaction to say the least. And it was like, again, you know, you want to vote for your guy? I'm not going to harass you, but like, it was insane. And like the, the, the amount, the amount of, uh, you know, the amount of, um, I don't know what, what word to use. I don't want to say discourse because it wasn't even that. The, just the amount of like panic in this city right now that like everybody thinks the purge is legal now. The, the, also, like the, like the night that he gets elected, before Lori Lightfoot's even out of office, everybody thinks like the purge is happening. You know, I'm on my Citizen app. We get notifications of like, oh, carjacking, this and that happens. And all the comments are like, this is what you people voted for. You voted for crime to be legal. Well, this, this from in my, I'm in the, I live in the first ward in Chicago and there's, uh, thankfully La Spada, who's like the DSA back guy, the incumbent, he won again. So we didn't have to do the runoff for him. But, um, the guy, one of the guys who was challenging him was this guy named, uh, uh, I think it was Sam, Sam or Sam Royko or someone Royko. He's like the son of, uh, he's, he's technically a Nepo baby, but he's the son of like a, uh, famous like Chicago, journalist or columnist or something mike royko i think so yeah um he wrote a bunch of good books on uh the dailies yeah, um, yeah. He, he was probably like i think he was kind of like a beloved chicago columnist or writer uh, or something but his son sam or whoever he is was was trying to make a name for himself and he's run he was running to um <clears throat> against la spada and his whole thing i kept getting mailers for this because there was a there's a guy in our building who like claimed to be his uh campaign manager or something but I kept getting these mailers for this guy and I didn't know anything about his policy other than he was running because his girlfriend got carjacked in Wicker Park. And he's like, the community, one fateful night, one scary carjacking. The community came together. Sam Royko is running to make the streets of Chicago safer. And it's like, his it, like it, it, man, that sucks so bad. I know. Like, and everything was just about, everything was centered around the fact that his girlfriend got carjacked, which, Hey, I bet was scary and potentially traumatizing and, and yeah. totally sucked. But that was his only policy platform until I found out that like his whole thing was like, we're going to, we're going to get more cops on the street. We're going to put smart tech on light. So there's more cameras so that police have a better chance of catching someone. It's like, that's not going to mean that they're going to catch no. anyone. Like, no, I got mugged in front of my house uh, a few years back, a different place in Logan square. But like, <clears throat> you know, the, the, there there were cameras at the place where like they could have identified this guy and like they not that we were trying to like someone called the cops on our behalf and we had to like talk to these people and they gave me the number to call like a detective 
and and the the way that we got mugged were they 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 stopped us in this uh, uh, store. We were in like a corner store. We were trying to get something to eat, and um, they like were like be. I held I held the door open for this guy, and I think he saw me kind of as a mark, which is like that's fair, you know. Like I was being kind of over overly friendly, and then they were like kind of never being, fucking do that again. I mean, it's I mean you should still be a decent person, but like they I, I could have done more to shake these guys maybe but they're like being like oh where's the party at like oh if you need weed or anything like hit me up like here's my number and he gave me his number and then um we were being trying to be nice and buddy buddy but it's like yeah so we got stuff we got to do so we leave and then i live right by the corner store and so they had like followed us back and then um they eventually like got our phones from us and then when they had the phones they were like kind of like kind of acting a little more aggressive and then they ran off with our phones uh, how did they get your phones they said they were just kind of like Again, like they were trying to be buddy buddy, but like, oh man, my phone died, and I need to call my aunt. Is it is it okay if we use your phone? And it's like, all right, man. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah, I know. So I know. So I know it's in high, high, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, yeah, it's it's totally cool to be victim blaming. That's, <laughs> I guess that's I guess we're doing that in twenty twenty three. Are you all familiar with the uh, a possible alleged uh, possibility of a, a, a serial killer? I know that people think that they don't uh, exist. Um, well, there is one in Chicago, but let me quick let me just quick yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I'll about the, how, how useless the cops are. Someone called the cops on our behalf, and then we were talking with them after they showed up. They gave me a number to like give a description of the phone because I, for some reason, thought that that like they might it might turn up or something. I'm like, yeah. I, I call the guy a couple days later. I'm like, the phone. The, I tell the detective like, yeah. So the phone has a like, the, it's a great case. It has a sticker on the back. So if you see it, just, like, let me know. And then the guy was like, yeah. How did you get in contact with these guys? And I told him the story like. They, I held the door open for one of them, and then they're trying to sell us weed. And the and the cop like he stops like asking about the phone or like anything about me. He's like, yeah. So did you buy any weed from him? Oh did my you? god! And he was just looking for the quickest fucking thing to yeah. to bust me on and like admit that I was buying yeah. drugs or whatever. And it's like I didn't buy drugs. I didn't want to buy drugs from this guy. I got a different guy for that. And <laughs> it, like it, it was it was just so like I was just like immediately like. He immediately started centering the line of questioning on me, and he was like trying to get me to admit that I bought drugs. They're just they're looking for someone to arrest. Yeah, they're like, looking for an easy bus. They're looking to get their fucking, fucking quota up or whatever. And, and, like, they, and no matter how much money that you give the cops or how much tech they have to take people down, it's not going to change the fact that these are fucking lazy pieces of shit losers who have nothing going on in their life other than to just make a like to feel powerful and they don't want to they're not there's no idea fucking high school bully they're high school bullies and they're cowards too they're not gonna fucking go and actually like get out and stop crime they're gonna fucking do they're gonna wield their power over people that they feel like they can which is like 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 they're just looking they're also looking for a target like they probably see me as like an easy target to fucking bust on some dumb charge so it's like and again, like the the whole idea of like the unfortunate reality of the situation is that like no matter that you you can have ten thousand cops on the street, you could have twenty thousand cops on the street. Uh, the CPD budget takes up like half of like all of Chicago's tax money. Uh, half. It, it's just more like an. It's probably more. It's probably the whole fucking thing. It's too much. Um, you could double that. A crime will not go down because like police do not stop crime from happening they react to crime the amount of crime that they they have like been capable of stopping is like zero like does it happen yeah dude sometimes bad situation gunfight do people show up yeah but like 90 percent of the time 95 99 percent of the time they're reacting 
and you want to stop it from happening. You want for crime to not exist. You don't want people that are there to respond to it. And then their response is to like try and bust you on drugs. Like it's stupid. There's I was killing a pig. You need to you you're stuffing it and the intestines all wrong. Speaking of killing a pig, um so there's a serial killer in Chicago. Have you all heard? Are you all familiar, yeah, I've heard sort of? I've heard, I, don't, I don't know if it's like 100% or not. I've, like, heard, I've heard some mixed things about it because I've heard that what, what the basis is, is it's, it's happening in like, is it River North or River yeah. Net West where they keep finding drowned, like kind of young men, kind of like yourselves. Young men. Um, yes. And they uh, are, are um, they're, 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 they're finding these bodies of young men and they, they I think, would, honestly, if that guy killed me, I'd be like, thank you so much for thinking I'm in my mid twenties. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you got him. So they, so they, they, they assume that what I've, what I've seen a couple TikToks about it and they think that like they're targeting these young men because like, you know, like they think what's happening is that these young men are, are leaving the bars drunk or whatever. And they're maybe being offered a, a ride somewhere. Yeah, so that's the thing that like I wanted to like scoop back around to is because like people are driving up to and apparently there's like a guy on TikTok <clears throat> that I saw a couple of his videos and he said this happened to him like a couple times, but he'd be like walking home at night and someone would just like drive up and be like, Hey man, do you need a ride? And he'd be like, No. Right. I and don't know you. And they'd be like, Are you sure, man? You good? Like you know, and it's like cars without license plates and shit like that. And it's just like uh, something fucking like don't do not get in a car like whatever right. level of inebriation you are like go fall asleep in a ditch. Do not get in a car with fucking right. And they're saying rando. they're saying that because God, like, you know, women are are kind of conditioned by society to turn that stuff like that down. And, and guys are like, oh, fuck, I'll take a ride, dude. Yeah, sure, bro. And like then that like they're also drunk and and and, and also potentially like it's maybe not that car, but there's another car behind them that follows them yeah. and like gets them like it's maybe an operation or something. Uh, and I, I've heard that and I've also heard claims that this is potentially the work of the smiley face killer too, which I don't know if I believe that because I've heard, the smiley face killer is like an urban legend that I've heard back since like in high school or like right. late grade school. And it, it like, you know, people claim that there are smiley faces on the bodies or that like the smiley face killer is just like a serial killer who lives in your neighborhood who leaves a smiley face at the scene of the crime and also like they kill people and they leave bodies and, and like the pings on the map make a smiley face or something like there's just uh, it, it's it's a very interesting Some, like kind of stupid shit it's kind of stupid it's like fun like creepy pasta or, or oh, like yeah, urban sure, legend yeah, but it's but like like it, there, there, it's something that I've, been, I've heard about since like it, it's it's no way that it's like oh and now he's back and he's in river north like okay. he has a luxury loft apartment now and he can get all the you can get all the guys in, in River North, but um, yeah. So just stay safe out there, Chicago. You know it's a you know it's a you know it's a safe space. This is April twentieth, uh, <laughs> Mind Palace show at uh, Color Club, nine p.m. If anybody asks you if you like Family Guy or if you want to play GameCube, don't get in the car. Yeah, you might end up on a podcast. This guy's going after podcasters, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's. They're calling him the. Um, here, how about this? They're calling him the podcast killer. Oh my god! I thought that was the algorithm. <laughs> that that was better than mine. So, Ian, before we get to our listener voicemails, uh, where can people find you on their computer or their phones? I'm on Twitter at Ian 
underscore 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 online. Every time you come on here, you have a different. I did. I I don't like what the one that I I think I'm okay with this. It's Ian online, but with three underscores in between Ian and online. Um, you I have a little kind of green guy with a hat and sunglasses as uh my uh avatar, my profile, whatever. Look for the green guy. Um, also call at the Color Club April twentieth. 20 9 p.m. Mind Palace show. Uh, love to see Be you there. there. Go there and bring your buddies. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'm also on Instagram. Um, I think I'm just Ian Erickson on Instagram. You can find me there. But um, yeah, thank you guys very much for having me up. Oh, yeah. Thank you for coming out. I'm so glad that we talked about uh, gooses instead of uh, Kid Rock. I can't tell you how much, like, I just did not want to fucking talk about it. Really quick, I just want to say I I do kill the pig, and I say, oh god, I thought he was a a young white man and is in, living in Chicago. I thought he was a fucking cop. Um, and so the chef hears you say that, and he goes, "What's what's wrong with the white men? We got it so tough these days. It's so hard being us." And I leave out the giant chef hat. Don't okay, worry. so now you're back in the kitchen with Grant, who has an unlit cigarette. And there's a server who's um, uh, very mad at Grant. He's shouting at him, telling him to leave. But Grant has said that he's doing nothing. And you have in your hand um, some crude bratwurst, raw bratwurst sausages. Yeah. What, what, what is that? What are those? Well, those will have to do. So come on, bring him out to the ballroom. I go to the ballroom, I with suppose. The, with, the, with the raw bratwurst. And Grant, do you come with? Okay, yes, Grant, you come with. You come with. Okay, so now you're in the ballroom. And um, the, you you put the sausages on the table. Uh, the server tells you to bring them to put them on the table. It's by the punch, and the band is playing. Uh, and they're playing some kind of like old fifties music. And um, it kind of an interesting kind of white guy comes on to the stage, and he has a red guitar. And he tells the band kind of like, "Hey, follow my lead." And he starts playing some of the most rockinest music you've ever heard. And it's yep, and it's something you've never heard before. It's very interesting music, and everyone's kind of going nuts. And they've never heard anything. They're kind of, kind of, uh, you know, bobbing and weaving and sort of shaking out their little rumps on the dance floor. Okay, all right. And all right. Um, the guitarist starts kind of going crazy. Uh, he's going off in a solo, and no one, no one's really seen a guitarist play like this. Everyone's kind of there's a silence hush from among the crowd. And so, do you leave? Me. Yeah, but, but either of you, uh, uh, what do you do? How do you, do you uh, react? Well, I, um, yeah, I come back to the podcast and I finish it. That's, oh, so do you yeah. leave out the door? I'm, I've been the same person. So do you leave out the door? Or? No, I just, uh, I, uh, that's so Raven back into my own brain. Okay, so you, that's so Raven back into your yeah. brain. Kevin, what do you do? Um, I, uh, I, fuck, I'm trying to think of another TV. I Malcolm in the middle, fourth wall jump back into my life. Okay. All right. Well, that was the Mind Palace. Amazing. And you can use that trick. That helps you memorize. You can use that. Just think of your... You, here's a little tip for you guys at home. You can have your own Mind Palace. Just imagine a palace in your mind and all the different stuff in the rooms and um, you put memories or ideas or words. Big out of a Spanish quiz coming up. Uh, put in um, estar, estoy, estas, esta, estamos, estan. You can put those in different cupboards in the kitchen. And so when you go navigate the mind palace, 
You go into the you go in through the ballroom and take the door on the right. You're you the, the lobby. You go into the ballroom. And then you go through the door to the kitchen and you open the cupboard and oh my gosh, it's it's uh, it's um the past is the past part not the past participle but that's the the uh, past uh, the uh, the it's not the pluperfect but it's I I I was I I am in the past so um. You can do. You can use your own mind palace. It doesn't. You can have it any way you like, and come to see a beautiful show. Yes, four twenty, baby. Let's make it happen. Also, let's listen to some listener voicemails. Three one two seven eight eight seventy three sixty one, or you can always leave us an audio file by emailing us at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail dot com. Hit it. Hey, this is Brandon. Um, I've called in before, um, angry about the condiments you put on a hot dog. Chicago style is the best, by the way. I live in downtown Chicago, and uh, I was hoping ominously that you guys would interview me because I've lived in Chicago my entire life. Ominously? Uh, I love Chicago handshakes. I love Malort. I drink Malort and bathe in Malort every night before bed. Uh, I eat Chicago hot dogs. Uh, two, three, seven times a day. What about jump there? Um, I have a gangway. Hopefully you know what a gangway is. It's um, where... I love the Chicago Cubs. It's where Ian buys his drugs. You name it. No. Oh. You know? I think you guys should interview me. You miss is that out. a question? Uh, sounds no. like a guest request. <laughs> and we'll take those off the air next time. Thank you. I'm starting to believe this guy doesn't actually live in downtown Chicago. Sounds like he maybe is in from out of town. I think that that guy was just asking some questions the other day. Hey, uh, let's make a what? What? What is your? Uh, if you're not having a, I like a Chicago dog. What? What's yeah. your? If you're not having a Chicago, build your perfect hot dog. You know what? I I do like ketchup on a hot dog sometimes, but I feel like I've eaten less of them the older I get. And then sometimes when I eat ketchup on anything. I kind of feel like this is like a child's condiment, you know. It's, it's so it's, sugary. It's very sweet. I, 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 I'll do it in a pinch, but I prefer almost anything else. I, yeah, I'm also not like a purist. Where I grew up having ketchup and mustard on a hot dog, I think it's fine. With mustard, it's okay, but ketchup by itself on a hot dog. The, fuck I have a, no. When I went to Boy Scout camp, there was a, we on Wednesdays. It always do cheeseburgers in paradise. Just they, they were like for lunch. They everyone would come together and have a nice cheese. They'd have burger and um. There was something they would have like Heinz in like a big tin can, like a big can of Heinz that they would open up, and there would be these so, like, like do you scoop it out. Yeah, I think they'd either you scoop it in, it in. They'd scoop it into bottles, or they'd just like put it on a burger or like something. But they'd have these big cans, and the empty cans would still have like the ketchup residue. And it would just be sitting out in the sun all oh. day, and it would just smell so like like the the thought of like warm ketchup is like really gross to me. But like it's like a very unappealing smell, you know. Yeah, like and especially when it's like kind of turning like rancid in the, in the sun. Yeah, you're like, oh. it's a bit much. I I don't mind it, but I do prefer like like anything else. Um, but uh, you know, I I think for a nice hot dog, you here's what you do. You if you have a gas stove like me, and you're you know fighting the libs, you're fighting the good fight with a gas stove. You um. You turn the burner on and you get a poblano pepper and you roast the outside until it gets kind of black. And then after you turn off the oven or you turn off the gas stove or you leave it running just a little bit longer and um, you uh, uh, run it under the sink and you peel like peppers have this thing when you roast them, you can peel off. It's just like a, a, a layer. So but it has like a roasted consistency after that. So you, you get the roasted poblano 
And then meanwhile, you're you're caramelizing some onions and maybe you fry them so they get a little crispy. Or maybe you just caramelize them. We have roast pepper. You got poblanos and then you maybe do a little melted like like cheese or um, uh, 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 I think chihuahua cheese melts pretty good. Put that on a hot dog, maybe with a little mayo and sriracha. And you got a nice little spicy kind of four, four sauces in a hot dog. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's that's something that I kind of fuck with a little bit. What do you fuck with, Grant? I don't know. Just whatever's like down the street. I have a devil dog down the street. That's I've never been. Cool. Are those good? Yeah. Why don't, let's all we'll all go there. It's like 40 <laughs> degrees out. We'll all go there and we'll all get a devil dog. Let's all go to the devil dog. Um, let's all go to the devil dog. What Iceland, do you get at the devil dog? Uh, Icelandic hot dogs are pretty good and they have those yeah. there. But um, Ooh, yum. Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a couple different ones. Um, shit. Let me look up the menu. <laughs> this one time Kevin, when you answer, well, this I'm going to look up the menu. Oh yeah. You, you haven't gone yet. Oh shit. Um, you just said ke- you like ketchup on hot dogs. You said that was your favorite. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know. My, my favorite hot dog. I, I, I'm, I'm versatile. It's like, I, I do like devil dogs. Like I like switching it up, but I do like the Chicago dog has like so much on it and just the, the sport peppers. Uh, the mustard. It's fun to eat. And the color, the presentation. Yeah, yeah. It all feels like such a complete package. So I like that a lot with a nice poppy seed uh, bun. Yeah, the, this place, you do have to go here sometime. Uh, there's one that I get all the time that's called the the Blue Demon's Dog that's uh, devil sauce, which I don't know what Blue the fuck Demon. that is, but um, devil sauce, Blue onion, Demon. sauerkraut, pickle, and spicy mustard. Ooh, that sauerkraut. does sound good. Sauerkraut on a hot dog or any kind of sausage is phenomenal. Really, really that's good. It's like what sauerkraut, like, you. I never understood sauerkraut before, and then like you, you gotta like with a bratwurst or something. Yeah, you put on a bratwurst, or if you have German sauerkraut, sometimes they make it like uh, I think they like heat it up as a side, and they put little bits of like pork in it too. It's really good. I just want to say, like, um, in the Mind Palace, this is what I'm making for all of us. Whatever, Aww. whatever kind of hot dog you want. Ah, yeah, I'm making it for you with the the pig that I stabbed in the spine. Ah. Here's another good one. Uh, the bulldog. Uh, by the way, this is not spelled D-O-G. It's D-A-W-G. Mm, but uh, dog. Batter dip, deep fried, uh, chili barbecue sauce, grilled onions, coleslaw, shredded cheddar. And then like there's the classic like the Maxwell Street Polish. I love no, that. Yeah, that's you a know, good one. you get a nice charred Years ago, hot dog was... with grilled onion, sport peppers, mustard. And it's just like a plain, just like very just kind of like, spicy, you know. but you yeah, get some sweet yeah. from the onion. Years ago, I was in this is probably like 20 years ago. I don't know if it's still open, but there's my dad took me to a place called Danny's Okie dog. And it was like this place when we were there, I don't know if they were renovating or if they had like a disaster, but like half of this shack was like just covered up with like a big kind of like plastic sheet that was like kind of billowing in the wind. That's not good. But and we didn't know if it was open or if it was at the time, but we went in and we got something called an Okie dog, which is like, it's basically like a big burrito and they have like it has kind of like two compartments uh, uh like it's like a burrito wrap but they wrap it and there's two compartments and on there's a hot dog in like each compartment of this burrito and on one and both of them they have a hot dog and cheese and on one of them it's like chili and cheese and hot dog and the other one it's like hot dog and cheese and just like shredded pastrami <laughs> holy shit it was so unbelievably good and it was like from a kind of like I think it's if it's still open, it's it's maybe renovated, hopefully, or doing better. But like 
at the time I was just like, what the hell is this place? And then it was just like this greasy, like, I think now you could maybe, I could maybe get halfway through it before just having to tamp out from like heartburn. But, uh, that was a hot dog that sticks out in memory. Very, very good. Speaking of good, let's hit the next voicemail. Hey there, it's your boy Brandon Kirkman calling. I heard that you're having on Ian Erickson. Yeah. Oh, you uh, heard? And Big Buddy. Uh, I don't know if you all heard the news, but Mr. Big Orange, that's right. President Trump was arrested. Um, Let's go! I don't know if you heard about this in the news. This, President Mr. Trump was arrested. It's really crazy. My question to you all, as uh, so we can answer this too, but this includes Kevin, this includes Grant, this includes Ian, this includes anybody else who shows up. Um, We're here. You even ask other people on the Discord. If you could go back in time and arrest any president, uh, who would you arrest and what would the charges be? Yeah, I hope it's a really funny answer. Thank you. Goodbye. I got one already. <laughs> I got one already. I got one already. All presidents are war criminals, by the way. Oh, there's more of that voicemail. Anyway, bye. I would arrest George W. Bush. For not, oh boy! For not knowing how to eat a goddamn pretzel properly. How hard is it to eat a pretzel without choking on it? Now watch this drive. Have you seen that video? Yeah. So yeah, I would arrest him for uh, being, just that, just the pretzel. No, I don't care about the other stuff. No, just the pretzel. Yeah. Well, wait till you hear about the next president in his tan suit. <laughs> Are you going to arrest Obama for wearing a tan suit? No. He thinks he's going. To- he thinks he's going to church. What the hell? <laughs> what about arresting Obama because he uh, asked for uh, Grey Poupon? Did he do that? Yeah. That was early. He went to like a like a restaurant somewhere and he was like, oh, you guys have a uh, Grey Poupon. And they were like, unacceptable. Oh, you're too good for just yellow neon colored mustard. You got it. You got to Oh, Grey Poupon. Yes. Like like in fucking uh, the, the Wayne's World. Ray Poupon. Um, that's who, you're arresting Obama. I'm a, I, I, you're arresting the only I'm black president. Him. That's interesting. No, I'm not. I said that you were actually. So no, I actually to. didn't. Oh well, you can say. Who I actually, you're, I actually, um, I would arrest. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a couple good real answers that we could get really deep into. I gotta pee really bad, so pick okay. one good one. Okay, I am going to arrest. Um. Uh, Grant, you go. You're arresting President Grant? Poor choice. No, I'm not arresting Grant. I think yeah, he didn't handle Reconstruction the best. He, he didn't, was like a formative anti-slavery. He, he was a good guy. He was dude, a good guy. We do like know. Grant. We stand Grant. Um, I would arrest... Um, I'd arrest the president of the freaking Confederacy. Oh, you know who I would arrest? Um, was it... Was it uh, we, I would arrest Taft for getting stuck in that bathtub. I was also thinking that. That's a good answer. Um, I'd arrest uh, Woodrow Wilson for yeah, he uh, playing the 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 Klan movie for the White House. He was like, hey, this is a really... You guys seen Birth of a Nation? Hey, it's not Let's literally a White it. House, buddy. Uh, he thought it was. He's like, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. Just check it out. Well, you're not allowed to tell a joke? It was a joke movie. They canceled him. Yeah. They canceled him. Uh, are there any other voicemails? That's it. All right, folks. 312-788-7361. Give us a call. Give us a ring. 312-788-7361. Or send an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. We'll take your answers on the air. Also, uh, support us over at patreon.com slash thoughtcops. We got a lot of good stuff coming out soon. We reviewed The Last of Us recently. We reviewed uh, UHF. 
and weird the Al Yankovic story. Are you doing a Mario movie? And we are doing the Mario movie this weekend as of this record. And we are so excited to see it. Grant and I are seeing it together with all of our greatest friends in the whole wide world. They live close to us. And some of them, some of our greatest friends. And we're going to have a, we're going to be soying the fuck out. Yoshi! Ah! I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be standing in the corner with an unlit cigarette in my mouth, just like shaking my head the whole time. You know, this is the same movie from the people that made the Minions. I, I don't know, man. I don't. I, I'm gonna be like, uh, I, I'm gonna kind of make my own jokes during the movie. Like whenever there's like a paratrooper, I go, "They fly now. They fly now." I already saw the film. Okay, no spoilers, please. Okay. Bowser kind of, kind of pissed about that. You already saw it, but okay. Anywho, uh, check that out. That's going to be coming out soon. Patreon.com slash ThoughtCops. Ian, thank you so much for coming on the show. And thank you for walking us through the mind Thank you palace. for having me. Yeah, that was amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. I kind of feel like you're mocking us. But no, no. I, I am being serious. Okay. Thank you for having me. You have a hard time being sincere. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, I tip my hat to you. Thank you for having from the podcast for promoting it oh, right on yeah, the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. All right, man. Uh, we'll see you thank guys. You. Seriously, thank you. All right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. I did it. I ruined it. I did it. Damn it. See you, Space. Wear my own fucking mic next time. I can't afford two, okay? God damn it. Bye.